0: Does your dog talk to you? Do you know what he or she is saying? Welcome to My Doggy Says. Here now to help you understand and build a closer relationship with your dog, the host of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney.
1: Hi, this is Fred Haney, host of the My Doggy Says show, where you learn about dog bonding or how to build a stronger relationship with your dog. You'll hear interviews here with experts from all corners of the dog world. And the whole idea is to help you improve your dog communication skills and help you build more nurturing relationships with your pets in order to be dog's best friend. So I'm here with one of my best friends, Callie Golden Retriever, who's a little over uh, four years old. And we did have our uh, daily ritual soccer match this afternoon. Uh, I'm really getting into Callie's emotional ups and downs that she does the soccer match. It's interesting. She she does these nosers where she, it would be a header if you were a person, but when you're a golden retriever, your nose gets in the way. Callie bonks the ball off the end of her nose. Uh, and sometimes we, we get into a real rally uh, about that. She's really cute about it. I get it back to her as quickly as I can. I kick the ball up in the air three or four feet, and she jumps up and bonks it back. Uh, it's uh, it's really fun. But then other times, she just kind of lets it go over her head, and she could care less. And I'm trying to figure out what makes the difference. You know, when is she uh, uh, pumped up about it, and when does she get relaxed about it? And it, it has to do with different things. I think she gets distracted sometimes. But today, she just kind of quit, and I was trying to figure out what was going on. then I saw she was really sniffing. She was really smelling something. And then I got a little whiff of skunk in the air, so I think... Allie's nose got the best of her this afternoon and kind of interfered with the soccer game for a little while. Um, Tonight, uh, you're going to learn all you need to know about puppies from uh, Michelle Douglas, who is uh, the past president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. She's uh, still on the board of directors, and uh, she's with us. uh, She's been with us several times before. She's always a fun guest, and uh, if you'd like to call the show and Uh, ask Michelle a question. I'm sure she'd be glad to try and uh, help you uh, with your questions. The number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And if you do call and join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the Dog Appreciation Lesson CD. That's a collection of 18 sound clips from uh, the interviews we've done here on the show, and you'll hear some really thoughtful uh, comments from people who are into uh, their dogs. They've really bonded with their dogs. They have very strong, loving relationships with their pets. Uh, You'll hear Dean Kuntz, uh, the author of A Big Little Life and a whole lot of other books in which he he writes dogs into his uh, stories. Uh, But he tells a little story about Please Don't Take My Dog to Jail, the author of Merle's Door, talk about his first meeting uh, with Merle. Uh, you'll hear uh, David Fry, the co-host of the Westminster Kennel Club Dog Show, talking about his Angels on a Leash uh, program, uh, and uh, uh, about 15 other uh, fun little sound clips. So it's a fun uh, uh, a fun CD, and if you do join our program tonight, we'll make sure you get a copy of it. Um, remember, there are other ways... You- during the week, too. Uh, Check us out, uh, for example, on the My Doggy Says channel on YouTube. Uh, You'll see uh, Callie showing off her soccer skills there. You can see a couple videos of Callie sort of progressing to different levels with her nosers. Uh, And uh, one of the recent videos we posted the ring on television. Uh, you know, there's this question about whether dogs uh, see anything on TV. Boy, Ma- Maggie sure does. She just gets her face right into the face of the dogs as they uh, make their loop around the ring door, just barking, barking, barking. It's kind of hysterical. So you, you can see that on uh, the My Doggy Says channel on YouTube. Um, Michelle, uh, it's really nice to have you back. We're visiting this evening with Michelle Douglas, and we're going to teach you all you need to know about puppies. Uh, Welcome back, Michelle, to the My Doggy Says Show.
2: Thanks, Fred. It's good to be back.
1: Uh, It's fun to have you here. Um, I'll let you uh, tell our listeners a little about your background. You've you've just uh, uh, done an awful lot with dogs. Um, A year ago or so, last time you were on the program, you were president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. I think you're now... Uh, on the board, but uh, Mm -hmm. you're certified in a lot of different ways, and you have a lot of experience with uh, dog training. Of course, you would have to be the president of the Association for Pet Dog Trainers,
2: So, tell us a little
1: about uh, your uh, doggy career path.
2: Um, Well, uh, if you had said to me in high school that I was going to be a a dog trainer, I would have laughed you out of the room, but um, I had my first dog uh, when I was 18 years old. (laughs) my my very first dog ever awesome and she was um incredible she was a, a puppy that um my now husband bought for me and um she uh i i just i couldn't believe how i was the center of her universe <laughs> i had always had cats all my life and and uh, cats have a life of their own but dogs you you're it you're you're the center of their whole universe and so um it, it just fascinated me like what was going on in her in her mind and and um how she was just she was pure happiness and uh when she was 9 months old she was hit by a car and killed oh and i have um a very strong spiritual faith and i the only way that i could make sense of her death was that she was a guardian angel and she was sent to me to change my path in life. And so I looked into veterinary medicine, I looked into vet, being a vet tech and um well those fields are very fascinating. Um I took a behavior class uh, while I was investigating what I wanted to do with dogs and that was really where I felt at home. And um so that was my my third year in college and um and that's that's since a really, then I've,
1: uh... I'm going to interrupt just for a second because okay. I want to follow up on something you said there. It's the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build stronger, more nurturing bonds with your dog. And tonight you're going to learn all you need to know about puppies from Michelle Douglas, who's a former president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Um, Michelle, the experience you had there, um, with which uh, sort of led you to think of, your dog uh, as a guardian angel, and it really influenced your life, uh, it, it's a really uh, good example of how intertwined our lives can become w- with our pets. Absolutely. I mean, that that's just sort of the opposite end of the spectrum from uh, sit, stay, lie down.
2: <laughs> well... Not so much. I I really think that. (laughs) Well, the um, behavioral part
1: of it—you got hooked on the behavioral aspect.
2: I did. I did, and that was—it was what was going on in her mind that really fascinated me. And the teaching your dog to do um, training exercises or tricks, or just to be part of your um, life—that all of those things are, from you know, from a trainer's, from my trainer hat perspective are to, to be able to tap into that bond and tap into that relationship. I think that dogs touch us in ways that no other being on earth can.
1: Absolutely. I also wanted to pick up on your comment about uh, your, your dog seeing you as the center of the universe. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they do. I mean, they're dependent on us in a way. They're just totally dependent on, on us to uh, meet their daily needs. But they
2: give it back too, don't they? Uh, oh yes.
1: <laughs> in a lot of yeah. ways. Well, in here, I mean, you your dog I mean, gave you a career.
2: Exactly. She she did. Absolutely. She gave me, and she gave me a career. She the, the my journey into becoming a trainer. I, I took, um, some uh, a dog trainer's course that was um very steeped in traditional training methodology that used a lot of punishment and my next dog taught me there was a better way (laughs) i I didn't have to do that i could i I didn't have to punish her i could just tell her what to do i could show her what i wanted and and reward for that and she would want to do that and um so i've i've grown as a trainer and that has affected my relationships with people in my life i mean it's it's I'm sure it's made me a better parent.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a real blessing they give us. I've I've changed in uh, some ways, too, since I uh, first wrote a book about Jamie and took a lot of photographs and started trying to figure out what she was trying to tell me. Uh, And uh, uh, this isn't my uh, primary career like it is yours, but um, it it certainly led me down a lot of fun paths, and I've learned a lot. So we're in the... uh, Middle of spring here, I guess, approaching summer pretty quick. Why is this a good time to talk about puppies?
2: Well, because all of those puppies that came around the holiday season are now hitting adolescence and people are experiencing problems with them. And so my puppy classes um, and my uh, basic obedience or basic beginner manners classes, whatever people want to call them, um, are... Are very popular right now, and the other reason is because springtime um, tends to bring new litters of puppies, <laughs> new opportunities for puppies. No A lot of people will um, seek out puppies in the spring, and uh, because they'll be home more in the summer or have more time in the summer to devote to training and building that bond.
1: So, where where should people start? Uh, with puppies. I mean, you talked about puppies that show up around the holiday time. Uh, is, that, is that a good way to bring a puppy into your family?
2: Usually not. <laughs> I, I, there are exceptions, though. I've met a lot of uh, a lot of people uh, that do end up getting a puppy around the holiday season. And, you know, if, if you educate yourself about what you're in for, <laughs> uh, what responsibilities you're going to have, what time commitment you're going to have, then... It, you know, it, it can be successful.
1: It's, so it's uh, not... quickly here, we're kind of coming up on a break, but quickly if somebody comes to you and says, hey, I'm thinking about uh, buying a puppy, how do I start? Well, how, how would you answer <laughs> that question?
2: Well, um, usually I'll talk about the different breed types and um, because most people, you know, will have a question about what kind of dog should I get for my family or for my situation. If, I li- if they live in an apartment or something, um, well what I look at, what are the needs of the dog going to be versus what can you realistically offer them.
1: And we'll talk about uh, that a bit more in the next uh, segment. Um, sure. This is the My Doggy Says show, and we're visiting tonight with Michelle Douglas. Um, we're going to learn a lot about uh, puppies. Uh, Michelle is the former president of the Association for Pet Dog Trainers. Uh, Michelle, tell people how they can uh, find out a little more uh, both about you and what you do uh, and also about uh, the Association
2: for Pet Dog Trainers. Sure. Well, you can find me at refinedcanine.com. That's all one word, all spelled out. And, um, I, I, I have lots of information up there about me. I have some free information about some common issues. And then the Association of Pet Dog Trainers is APDT.com. That's for Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Um, APDT.com, and you can actually, there's a trainer search there. That's great. And you can find a, a trainer near you.
1: Terrific. Um, we'll uh, be back with Michelle Douglas after the break uh, to uh, talk a little more about puppies and uh, maybe how to think through uh, what kind of puppy to get and how to deal with it when you have one. And uh, Don't go away. Be sure and join us.
0: Welcome back to My Doggy Says Here once again to help you understand And build a closer relationship with your dog The host of My Doggy Says Fred Haney
1: Welcome back to the My Doggy Says Show Where you get better at dog bonding Uh, You improve your dog talk skills here, and you learn how to build more nurturing relationships with your pets in order to become dog's best friend. And you're doing it on the Doggy Appreciation Network. Uh, Tonight, uh, you're going to learn all you need to know about puppies from Michelle Douglas, who's the former president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, Uh, She still serves on the board of directors of that organization, and later in the show we'll talk a little more about that organization, because it's a great website. Uh, They have uh, some wonderful uh, position statements uh, on the website that we might chat about later in the program if there's time, Uh, but it's also a way you can find uh, a trainer in your neighborhood, Uh, and uh, I found it very instructive to read through some of the position papers uh, on that site, Michelle, because uh, they give you a pretty good idea. I mean, there, there's actually a lot of uh, uh, sort of dog training advice for people who aren't necessarily dog trainers if you uh, read those position statements carefully.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, th- there is some uh, good information up there. I'm just uh, trying to go to the website now so I can. <laughs> well, I especially
1: like the one about. Uh, I, I think it's still there. The uh, about dominance.
2: Dominance in dog training. Yeah, that's our most recent um, position statement, and um, I think it's uh, it was it was, high, it was time for that. The, the world was ready for us to yeah, make was, a statement uh, about
1: that. Yeah, that, that was good timing, and, and we're just totally in sync on that. We're really into uh, relationships here on the, on, on the show, which is sort of the opposite end of the spectrum. So if you'd like to uh, ask Michelle a question, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, uh, the toll-free number to call is 1-866-536-1100. And uh, if you do call and join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the Dog Appreciation Lesson CD, which is a collection of 18 sound clips from uh, this show. Uh, Be sure and track along with us during the week. Uh, One good way to do that is, Uh, To check out our blog at www.mydoggiesays.com slash blog, Uh, we've got a a kind of fun article put up there uh, titled, Does Your Dog Have Daily Rituals? And uh, I think all dogs are different and maybe the breeds are a little different, but uh, just for fun, I uh, made a list of about a dozen uh, daily rituals that uh, Cali Golden Retriever has. It's it's dogs like structure and uh, uh, i think uh, left to their own resources uh they'll uh come up with some rituals of their own uh Michelle, do your uh charpes have daily rituals
2: oh yeah <laughs> um yeah well, give um, give us a
1: couple give us a couple examples what do they do
2: uh well i mean they the, the, starting in the morning um they they like to of, of course go outside first thing in the morning and then um Move to wherever I might be. If I'm up early, I have a two year old, and you know, if I'm up early with the baby, then they'll they'll wanna um, find out what she's doing. They like to um, get with her <laughs> if they're if we're you know if we sit down in the to to, to watch some some TV or something. It depends on how early it is.
1: Dogs love little kids. And they? then
2: they'll, they'll they'll after they've checked that out thoroughly, they'll go back to bed.
1: <laughs> oh, okay.
2: For a little while, so. Um, and then, um, you know, sometime around right before my husband comes home, they'll usually start to anticipate his arrival and they'll, they'll, ha- they'll start moving around again. And, um, oh, 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 in the midday, of course, there's the mailman ritual. There you go. <laughs> we, we all have the mailman ritual, right? Um, now my dogs, uh, my dog Nemo used to bark at the mailman. And when I, when I had started to have children, <laughs> I decided I didn't, didn't want him to bark at the mailman at one o'clock in the afternoon every day, because that was nap time. So I taught him to get a toy instead of barking at the mailman. And so now he brings toys to the window nearest the front door, so he can uh, get bring toys to the mailman. So that's okay. his uh, his big ritual.
1: <laughs> well, that was good. You uh, you yeah. uh, substituted a, a, a an acceptable behavior for the one you didn't care for.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
1: that's. Uh, That's what dog trainers are for, right?
2: That's right. (laughs)
1: You're listening to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build a stronger bond with your dog. And tonight, uh, we're learning all you need to know about puppies from Michelle Douglas, who is a former president of the Association of uh, Pet Dog Trainers. If you'd like to join the program, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And if you do uh, join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the uh, Dog Appreciation Lessons CD. So, Michelle, we started to talk a little about uh, puppies. Uh, You said a lot of people get them around the holidays. And uh, because it's springtime with summer coming up, maybe it's not a bad time to – get a puppy because people uh, have time to deal with it, uh, maybe. Uh, Mm -hmm. So what are some of the considerations in selecting a breed, uh, and then sort of once you've done that, uh, what are the things that people should start to think about in order to give a puppy a good home and uh, get it off to a good start?
2: Well, I mean, the first question I usually ask people is if they they live in an apartment or if they have a house with a yard, a fenced-in yard, or if they have um, a lot of land and a flock of sheep, <laughs> because that can affect, you know, each breed type um, has its own kind of hardwired set of, um, le- we'll call them levels. Um, that's not a technical term. It's just what I thought of right now. Um, <laughs> energy level, uh, food level, you know, how, how much food they're going to need, how much um how much exercise they're going to need? How much training and, and um, really socialization? And um, I, I think it's a there are a certain set of things that you can say all puppies need, but then some dogs need more than others for exercise and how, how so
1: much grooming?
2: Grooming is I, another one.
1: Sure, exercise is a really critical thing, isn't it? I I think uh, I, I guess I would think that a lot of people might be surprised how much exercise uh, a dog really needs.
2: Well, um, yes and no. I think just that... depending you on know, the... Depending on the breed, of course. But um, uh, uh, the, I think that when, I, when you say that your dog should have... Uh, you should raise your dog's heart rate for 20 minutes a day, three times a week, they say, okay, just like a person. Um you know, if you say, well, 20 minutes a day, six days a week, <laughs> um, you know, then, well, okay, I could, so, you know, that's that's not really unreasonable. Um, I think what most people don't realize is that you need to get their heart rate up and keep it up for that. It needs to be sustained for 20 minutes. And so it's not just letting them out in the yard to run because they're not going to run until they're tired. They're going to run for a little bit and then they'll lay down and then they might run some more and then they'll lay down. So if you're not actively playing with them or working them, then they're not burning off all the calories they're taking in. And the other thing that we do is we give them all their calories in a big bowl. Uh (laughs) So they gobble up their meal and then they're looking for ways to burn that energy. Is <laughs>
1: is it, 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 twenty minutes uh, per day, three times a week? Is is that the uh, the formula for uh, most dogs? I have a, if if, if uh, that was all the exercise I gave Callie, she'd eat the sofa.
2: Right. No, I don't <laughs> think that that's all they need. Um, but I think that that's they need of a at of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, Michelle, we're coming up on a break here. Uh, tell people how they can learn more about uh, your work, your Refined Canine website, and also uh, about the Association of Pet Dog Trainers.
2: Sure. Um, well, my website is refinedcanine.com, R-E-F-I-N-E-D-C-A-N-I-N-E, all one word, all spelled out, dot .com. And the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, lots of information. It does have some information about puppies and dog parks and lots of information for pet owners, and that's www.apdt.com.
1: Great. And, um, There's also
2: another website that is really great on topic. Um, we're talking about puppies, and that's Dog Star Daily, and that's uh, www.dogstardaily.com. And um, that is a website that was put together by Dr. Ian Dunbar and his wife, Kelly. And they have some really excellent resources for puppies, including free downloads of Dr. Dunbar's books, Before You Get Your Puppy and After You Get Your Puppy.
1: Ah, terrific. Uh, well, that's a good resource. Let's uh, be yeah. sure and mention that later. My Doggy Says Show. We'll be back with uh, Michelle Douglas to talk about uh, puppies after the break.
0: Your dog's actions may speak louder than words. Welcome back to My Doggy Says. Here again to help you become a better listener with your best friend. The author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney.
1: Welcome back to the My Doggy Says Show, where you learn what makes dogs tick, how to improve your dog bonding skills, and how to be dog's best friend. And you're doing it on the Doggy Appreciation Network. Uh, Tonight, uh, you're going to learn all you need to know about puppies from uh, our guest, Michelle Douglas, who uh, a year ago was the president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, Uh, Michelle is uh, still on the Board of Directors of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, and she's a very active uh, dog behaviorist and trainer uh, in her own right. If you'd like to join the program, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And if you do join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the Dog Appreciation Lessons CD. Uh, Michelle, uh, we were talking before the break uh, a little about uh, puppies and some of the decisions that people have to make. Uh, Give a few examples, maybe if you can, sort of from uh, uh, different points on the compass of uh, some of the different breeds that people might look at and why they may might pick uh, this one over that one. I'll, I'll let you pick the breeds. But, uh, uh, you know, you talk about uh, people who have a, a, a ranch for dogs to run around as opposed to people who uh, live in a small apartment. Uh, maybe that's a good place to start. W- what uh, breeds might uh, those two uh, situations lead you to?
2: Well, um, in living in an apartment, uh, you want to consider... Uh, probably a smaller dog if you're living in a smaller apartment um because um just the, the sheer size of a larger dog will um will, will be difficult to manage um you know with all with you and all your stuff <laughs> um in a small space um dogs also can can uh you know if they don't have a lot of room to to move around and in a in a yard with in which to exercise um then you know, they're going to have all that energy that we, we talked about. Um, if you have a lot of land and a flock of sheep, then, you know, or herd of sheep, then then a herding dog like a Border Collie or, um, you know, a German Shepherd or a, an Australian Shepherd um, is, a, is a good fit. But, you know, if you tried to, to put a, a Border Collie or an Aussie into an apartment, they not only wouldn't be happy – they would be destroying all of your stuff because they have so much, um, so much energy to burn and so much intelligence. I mean, I think there's a border collie, uh, in Europe that I think knows over 2,000 words and items. And I mean, they're so smart that if, if they're kind of just kind of left in the apartment during the day, they're left alone for hours at a time and, um, and given a big bowl of calories, <laughs> That they have to find something to do with, um, it's not a good recipe for a successful relationship.
1: How about people's uh, work situation? If they're gone uh, eight or ten hours during the day, does that say something about uh, what kind of dog they might want to have?
2: Um, yes. Uh, although there are ways to, to you know, to, to to work with it. Um, I mean, if you have. Uh if you're gone for 8 or 10 hours a day, then any dog is going to be uh kind of left to themselves for a while. Um most dogs are diurnal. They're active in the morning and the evening. Actually, dogs are diurnal. They are active in the morning and the evening unless you give them something to do um during the day. So um you know, it's it, it's really People are going to like the breeds that they like, and there are ways that you can uh, hire a dog walker to come in during the day. You can put your dog in daycare a couple days a week and help them um, to to really get the, that energy out and get that, stimu- that mental stimulation. But if they're, you know, it, it, anybody, I don't want to say that, oh, just because the dog is under 20 pounds, it's okay to leave them alone for 10 hours a day. And they'll be perfectly happy because they may still have (laughs) some issues if they're not being stimulated. Um, You want to make sure that they do get, you know, the exercise that they need. Um, That being said, there are lots and lots of dogs that are left alone for eight or ten hours a day, and they do just fine.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah, I, I, that is a I, I had,
2: particularly difficult challenge for a puppy, though, especially if you want to have success in house training. Well,
1: yeah, puppies need some uh, help every few hours for a while, do yeah. I've never heard the uh, uh, that dogs were diurnal that way. That, that's an uh, interesting uh, way to put it, but as I think about it with Callie, that's certainly true. I mean, she uh, she uh, has a real heavy exercise period in the morning and, and in the evening, but she kind of naps around my office uh, most of the day. You're listening to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build stronger bonds with your dog. And tonight, uh, we're learning all we need to know about puppies from Michelle Douglas, uh, who is the former president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. Uh, If you'd like to join the program, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. Outside the Phoenix area, the toll-free number is 1-866-536-1100. And if you do join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the Dog Appreciation Lessons CD. And I know you think uh, you already have a really good relationship with your dog, uh, but does it ever do something you don't quite understand? Uh, If it does, then that might be your first clue that your dog is trying to tell you something and it would be uh, too bad if you missed the message. That's what My Doggy Says is about. Uh, After the program, run out and grab a copy or pop onto Amazon or the MyDoggySays.com website and grab a copy. It's 85 uh, color photographs that uh, will help you uh, sort of figure out uh, not necessarily your dog's body language and uh, posture, but uh, behavioral uh, messages that dogs send. Uh, I I wrote it about uh, my golden retriever, Jamie always doing something a little uh, uh, quirky and i'd stop and scratch my head and try and figure out why she did that and she was almost always trying to tell me something if i could just figure it out and that communication once you get a little practiced at it can really help you build a strong relationship with your pet Uh, michelle uh, let's assume that uh, somebody's made their decision and they've got a puppy in their home now, uh, now what?
2: <laughs> well, um, you want to make sure that you uh, puppy-proof your house. <laughs> um, you want to make sure that there's anything anything that can harm the, the puppy or anything that is valuable to you that you really don't want the puppy to get into is out of the puppy's reach somehow. And that could either be, you know, put away in a closet or behind another door, or just just... Um, Gate, behind a gated um, area. So you can use baby gates, absolutely, to um, puppy proof. And um, I would probably start any uh, puppy off um, being crate trained. And well, people have different feelings about using a crate, but the, the pu- puppies and dogs are denning animals. They really like um, most, I will say, most dogs. Really like to have a space that is just theirs that they could go into and feel secure and only have to worry about one door in and one door out, so they're not um, you know worrying about where everybody's going to, uh, where the boogeyman's going to come from next, and they relax quite. It's like like,
1: uh, the wolf cave, right? I mean, it's uh, got. It is.
2: It's it's uh, uh, it's a just a cozy space. Think of it as a little spa. (laughs) We we had a
1: wonderful experience uh, crate training Cali. I I had never uh, used it before with a dog. We've we've had dogs forever, but uh, we had never crate trained a dog. I wasn't quite sure what to expect or how it was going to work. I was kind of curious about, well, what happens once the dog is housebroken? And um, the the thing that's been uh, fascinating about it is to watch how Callie treats her crate. She actually has two. We have a a second home in the mountains at uh, Lake Arrowhead, California. Uh, and she has identical crates for both places. But ever since she's really been well house-trained 99% of the time, the crate just sits there with the door open. Uh, But uh, her toys are in there, and it's her place. She she goes in. um, The the, the one one, uh, uh, wonderful use she puts it to is if she steals our socks, she puts them in her crate. Uh, kind of slinks off with them because she knows she's not supposed to have them. And if we're missing a pair of socks, we know where we can find them. We go, uh, you know. I, I guess she figures her crate is her castle. But sometimes she goes in there to sleep. Sometimes she doesn't. One thing we've noticed the last couple weeks in, in our uh, <laughs> uh, home is that um, she hasn't been in the crate for a while. She has a water bowl in there, and she sort of sticks her head in for water. Uh so it's interesting to watch. I mean I, I don't know what her thought process is, but uh, uh she uses it she feels comfortable with it and it's been, and we decided that we're not going to take it down because there are times when she uses it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's really a great um it's, it's a great thing to do. It's a gift to give to your dog because they're going to need to be in a cage at some point. They're going to need to be crated or caged at the vet's office. If you ever want to travel, um, you know air, air travel for sure. But even in your car, uh, being in a crate is the safest thing for your dog. And so, to get them used to that, and that it's a good thing, it's a it's a pleasant and and secure and safe place, is a really good start to your dog's life. Uh,
1: Michelle, we're just about out of time in this segment, but uh, yep. there's several. Websites that uh, we ought to share with people. Um, I think you can squeeze in all three.
2: Okay. My website is refinedcanine.com, R E F I N E D C A N I N E.com. The Association of Pet Dog Trainers is APDT.com. And there's lots of great puppy information on dogsardaily.com.
1: Great. It's the My Doggy <laughs> Says show. We're learning all about puppies. Michelle Douglas will be back with Michelle after the break.
0: Body language, facial expressions, they're not just for humans anymore. Author Fred Haney says his dog Jamie talks to him. And now to continue the canine conversation, author of My Doggy Says, Fred Haney.
1: Welcome back to the My Doggy Says Show. I'm Fred Haney, your host and author of the four-time award-winning book, My Doggy Says, Messages from Jamie. How a Dog Named Jamie Talks to Her People. Uh, Tonight, uh, we're learning all you need to know about puppies from Michelle Douglas, who is the former president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers. And uh, if you'd like to join the program, if you have a question for Michelle, the number to call in Phoenix is 602-277-KFNX. And outside the Phoenix area, it's 1-866-536-1100. If you do call and join the program, we'll make sure you get a free copy of the Dog Appreciation Lessons CD. Another way you can track along with us during the week is to follow us on Twitter. Uh, We're at Says, And uh, one thing we do, which is kind of fun, is uh, put a different one of Jamie's 28 uh, Rules for a Good Life uh, up on uh, the website. Uh, You hear us close the show every night with one. Don't bark if a woof will do the job. Uh, Another of Jamie's uh, Rules for a Good Life was... uh, Play by the Rules, Even if There's No Referee. Uh, These rules really came out of the book. I I went through my book after I wrote it and said, there are a lot of little life lessons here, aren't there, that uh, we we learn from the way dogs behave. Uh, And uh, so we share one of those with you every day on At My Doggy Says. Um, We're visiting this evening with uh, Michelle Douglas, who is the former president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers, uh, and uh, Michelle is teaching us everything we need to know about puppies. So, Michelle, we've uh, uh, we, we've got our puppy. Uh, we're into the first week now. Uh, what are uh, some of the issues we're facing, and how do we deal with them?
2: Well, I think that um, i am kind of. I know that we have about 10 minutes, right? So yeah, we've we
1: got to watch the clock a little bit. <laughs>
2: The first week, um, where I think that probably the first thing that most people uh, deal with with a new puppy is house training. And house training is just all about consistency. So a regular schedule of food and water, a regular schedule to go outside, and a very um, general, broad rule of thumb, which uh, there are many exceptions to, but a, a general rule of thumb is that your puppy should be expected to hold it for as many hours as they are months old. So a two-month-old puppy can go two hours during the day. They, they will be able to hold it longer at night, but two hours during the day. So if they're alone for more than two hours, they're probably going to have accidents. Um, I don't usually recommend that people put down paper or pee pads um, in the house because if there is an option to go... In the house, then they will sometimes choose to go in the house.
1: <laughs> you really want them to learn to go out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Unless you're unless it, you have a, a you know a very small dog and you want them to go in the house in a you know either on a pee pad or in a litter box, then just start right off with what you what you want for your end result.
1: A couple um, weeks ago, we our guest was uh, Bob Dorman, who's uh, Uh, written uh, he's he's produced a cd called the dog track cd songs by dogs and they're just really fun songs you can hear some of them on our website if you uh, go to that blog post Uh, but one of uh, my my favorites is uh, i gotta go (laughs) o-u-t these are songs by dogs (laughs) (laughs)
2: that's hilarious um so I I usually say you know every couple of hours you want to you want to take them out on a leash to the same spot the spot where you want them to be able to go. Um, so if you want to train them to go to one particular spot in your yard, you can do that right from the beginning. Take them on a leash, and when they go, give them lots of praise. And usually in a, a week or two, most dogs get it, and some get it in a day. I mean, you know, if if you do that and you're you're taking them on a leash to the same exact spot Um, there are some dogs that by you know the second or third day that's where they're heading right to that spot to that bush or that corner of the yard so and then it's just about consistency from there (laughs) Um, I think the next thing that puppies move on to as far as an undesirable behavior would be chewing on things that aren't theirs and so again keeping things put away that they shouldn't have, confining them when they're not supervised to either a a crate or one area that's got a gate, um, and then giving them appropriate things to chew. Um, Dr. Dunbar has on his uh, DogStarDaily.com website uh, errorless chew toy training, and he recommends feeding your dogs out of chew toys, actually, instead of out of a bowl. So what you do is you take some kibble, you soften it up with some water, and you stuff it into a kong, and you freeze it. And um, you do that for each meal. So you would prepare the next day's meals in the evening, stick them in the freezer, and then they get a kong for their breakfast and a kong for their dinner. And it's frozen, so they have to work at it for a while, and they're burning energy as they're eating.
1: Yeah, that's a good combination. This a My Doggy says <laughs> show in uh... Uh, I'm your host, Fred Haney, helping you find ways to build stronger bonds with your dog. And tonight, we're learning all about puppies from Michelle Douglas, uh, who is uh, the former president of the Association of Pet Dog Trainers and still uh, active on the board of directors uh, in Phoenix, 602-277-KFNX, and outside the Phoenix area, uh, 1-866-536-1100. Uh, Michelle, I have a fun uh, video on our uh, My Doggy Says YouTube channel of, of Callie trying to get uh, some uh, carrots out of a toy, uh, And uh, it's really cute because she she kind of works with it a little bit, and then she picks it up and starts throwing it on the ground. And uh, then she finally walks into the kitchen and starts throwing it on a hard linoleum floor so that it really bounces. Yep. At, and finally, you see things start to pop out of it. But it's about two or three minutes of Callie trying to uh, break the code. I, that's, mm-hmm. that's great. I mean, that, that's a, uh, uh, it uh, gets them chewing on something it's okay to chew on, but it also sort of gives them a challenge and a problem to solve and occupies yep. them a little bit.
2: Exactly. So how about after
1: that first week? What uh, what, what kind of things should people uh, look forward to? After the uh, first
2: week, you really want to supercharge the socialization, and that means meeting people, meeting lots and lots of people, meeting other dogs too, but especially meeting people because a dog could, be, could live their whole life and not like other dogs, but they really need to be comfortable around people to be um, welcome in society. And so, um, the, the, a a, pup, a new puppy should meet a hundred new people in their first hundred days of life, if, ideally, and most don't. Um, almost all behavior problems that dogs develop, um, could be greatly reduced by just meeting people. Um, aggression is, I would say probably most of the time, if not all of the time, based in fear. And if a dog is afraid of people, then that's when you get a dog that bites. And so puppies need to be socialized. They need to meet lots of people, and it needs to be a positive experience for them. They need to learn how to be handled by veterinarians and groomers and and anybody, I mean children that reach over their head abruptly. They need to be exposed to all of that in their first 100 days. Because once you get beyond 12 weeks or so, 13 weeks, their socialization window starts to close and their personality, whether they're going to be introverted or extroverted, if they're going to be comfortable around, comfortable around people, is already starting to really solidify. And after that point, it's—it's it's, you can still socialize a, an adult dog, but it's much harder to change their chemistry and how their body reacts when they see people so you want it to be right from the beginning you want them to learn that people are wonderful and it's no big deal to to meet a strange looking person or a man with a beard or a hat or a teenager with a hoodie or um, a small child or someone in a wheelchair they should meet all of these people before they're three months old if possible
1: that's such great advice. I really like that. Of course, that gets them out in the world and uh, a lot of experience. Uh, Michelle, we're almost out of time, but I want to make sure you have time to do justice to the three websites you've talked about. Uh, why don't mm-hmm. you remind our listeners about those?
2: Sure. Um, I'll start at the the last one this time. So the, 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 all of the puppy information, uh, most of it that I've quoted, I mean some of it I have in my head, but most of the stuff that I've quoted is on dogstardaily.com. And the Association of Pet Dog Trainers is where you can go to find a trainer near you, and there are also some excellent resources for pet owners there, and that's apdt.com. You can also um, like the Association of Pet Dog Trainers on Facebook and learn about a new program that that is uh, going to be launched in the next month. It's very exciting, and I'll leave that a mystery so everybody goes and likes. <laughs> on Facebook and um my website is refinedk9.com all one word all spelled out and you can also find me on Facebook at uh my my um personal page is refined the letter k the number 9 and my business page is refinedk9 all spelled out
1: And, and you're actually available uh, in your community for uh, training right
2: Yes yeah, so I teach group classes do private lessons and behavior counseling
1: Michelle, you're a terrific guest. It's been just really nice to have you back on the program. Thank you so much. It's good to have uh, people who are part of our uh, our family here. Uh, <laughs> great to be with you again. Thank you.
2: You too, Fred. Thank you.
1: Be sure and join us next week at uh, 8 in the evening, uh, Mountain Time or Pacific Daylight Time. Uh, in the meantime, pay attention to what your dog is saying. Do something about it. And remember Jamie's first rule for a good life. Don't bark if a woof will do the job.